0: I'm going to ask that we all bow our heads in prayer. Just start rattling off all the bad things I've done until you get tired of hearing about it, or what? I'm going to talk to you about the judge of the fatherless. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't mean to be so difficult, Mrs. Cleaver.
1: It's just that he's
0: at the age where he doesn't realize how important it is to keep a promise. Which Bible stories you want to hear? Is this a Sunday school? Thanks, Dad.
1: Welcome to the Faith of the Fathers podcast. I'm your host Carl Gessler. Glad that you could be with me today as we reignite the faith of our fathers. We've been talking a lot on this podcast. I've been talking a lot uh, about healing, casting out demons. But you may be wondering, like I would be, uh, if I was just listening, what what do you actually do? How do you actually do it? How do you actually cast out demons and all that good stuff? Well, I want to just share a little glimpse from our recent mobile church tour that m- my wife and I and our children and my sister did. We went to several different states singing, praying, preaching, and when we were at Teen Challenge in Rearsburg, Pennsylvania, my wife gave testimony um, about being delivered from a spirit of anger. And uh, it was a self-deliverance, actually, that she uh, recognized the spirit, renounced it, um commanded it to leave, and it obeyed um, in the name of Jesus. And I, it was just thrilling to watch my wife give testimony because um, you can hear in this that she she kind of began to preach, and there was the fire of the Holy Spirit in what she was sharing, which um, I have been amazed just to see the transformation in my wife over the last couple of years uh, as we both have gotten deeper into uh, the spiritual world about casting out demons and all sorts of weirdness that um, we would have thought was not real, except that it was kind of thrown right in our face. Um, I, Even though, like I've said before on this podcast, I've always believed in demons and I've always believed that we were supposed to cast them out. I just kind of thought it was a rare thing that didn't, I, I never really was in a situation I thought where that was applicable I've come to see that that's completely wrong. I'm in that situation all the time. People aren't always ready to uh, to receive deliverance ministry, and that's another issue. But um, there are demons uh, in all of our lives in varying degrees, and the sanctification process is a process of getting rid of them, learning to recognize them, learning to renounce them, learning to get rid of them. Uh, so I just wanted to share this little clip from um, my wife Susie. Uh, as she shared at Teen Challenge um, last month, and uh, I think it'll move you. Uh, we did get testimony afterwards. The guys were helping us clean up uh, our equipment, and one of the guys there told my wife. He said when you gave that testimony uh, and and renounced, I forget if it was when we were praying or what. Um, but he said I also burped, which is many times something that happens when uh, a demon a demon leaves. There's some kind of like physical manifestation of it leaving, and it can be in tears. It can be in in uh, sudden bad breath, like bad taste in your mouth. that's just coming out. Uh, it can be a burp. It can be throwing up. It can be all sorts of things. Um, and my wife gave testimony to burping, and so this guy also said, and he kind of it was a little sheepish about it. He's like, "But I, it something left me too." And so what we did after Susie gave this uh, little speech. Um, we did a mass uh deliverance thing, which is something that I know Greg Locke does a lot of, a pastor out in Nashville, Tennessee, and I've heard a little bit about what he does. I really want to get out to, to one of his mass deliverance services to get experience firsthand what is going on there. I have not been able to do that yet, uh, but I, I've gotten the, the gist of how this works. So it's what I did. I had people renounce anger, uh, renounce um, bitterness, toward parents, toward ex-spouses, toward, you know, boyfriends, uh, girlfriends. There were, there were men and women at this teen challenge, so that was applicable. And, uh, and then commanding the spirit to leave. So you kind of uproot. I was just giving it a shotgun approach. Um, you know, if, if demons were attached to anger, uh, then we want to kind of loose their hold by forgiving those who have sinned against us and then commanding them to leave. And uh, from what many people have told me, uh, doing that helps there be less uh, manifestations, fewer manifestations of the very violent, demonstrative type. I'm not sure what I think of that. I mean, I think that is generally true, uh, but I think that there are no no real hard rules to all of this. Um, It's a journey. It's a mystery. Uh, But anyway... This is uh, this is what Susie had to share, and I thought it would be a blessing for you to hear it too. And that is all for today. And I'll see you next time. God bless.
0: My mom and dad didn't abuse me. They didn't neglect me. They didn't ignore me. Um, they really poured what they could into me with. God as their help and they were new Christians when I think they got baptized when I was like three or three and a half Um, and I you know became a Christian as a hit and throughout my life I would say I didn't have like one moment where I was like it was on September 27th you know that I got saved Um, it's been more just like building blocks through life you know just the Lord refining me and showing me problems I have, because y'all have problems, even if you're homeschooled and you've got good parents, like you still have sin, like sin finds everybody and so I um, was angry a lot and um, I used to like, my mom used to, she's comes from an Irish Catholic family, and when the family gets together, she's got a lot of siblings. When they get together, they start like bobbing like their head like this, and they're like, "Yeah," and another thing, and, love, love, love. and like I remember walking through as a kid and being like, "Are they fighting?" Uh, no, it's good. They're green. Okay, <laughs> I thought they were fighting, but they're green. You know, so like there's kind of like a little bit of angst in their lives. You know, like they have this fire, this passion, and um, so I kind of identified as a with that, like I kind of took that, up, you know, identified with that. But I realized that um, I was just like angry, and I was angry a lot, and I was angry for no good reason. I didn't have a good reason to be angry, and um, I met with some folks because I realized I was also kind of like having like kind of up and down um, like depression. Like I was fine, like I was not. And it was kind of light, so like nobody could tell, but it was still a cycle, you know, it's still this cycle. And so I met with an older couple who do emotional healing, and they really helped me like see Jesus and um, and and hear from him, like kind of find that place in my spirit where I could talk to him. And one morning, like a year after I went to see this couple, I woke up and I thought. a spirit of anger right here. And it's real, and it's like, I need to take it off, and I need to tell it to go away. And I woke up, and I got out of bed, and I said, spirit of anger, you are there. I just woke up angry. There's no reason for me to wake up angry. Why am I angry? I've got... A husband and six kids who love me, and I'm not hungry, and I'm not cold, and I won't eat anything. Like, why am I angry? And I told it. I said, spirit of anger, get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. I think that I need you to motivate me, but I don't. I don't need anger to motivate me. And anger and shame and guilt, if you're using that to motivate you in any area of your life, you will fail. Because anger and shame and guilt don't motivate you, they captivate you. They don't set you free, they keep you in place. So, um, I always see things in kind of like pictures. It's like life is like uh, yeah, okay, so let me back up. So I cast the anger off, and I was like, "Do I feel different?" And this is kind of embarrassing, but I burped <laughs> really loudly. <laughs> I just woke up. I hadn't eaten anything. I hadn't drunk anything, and I burped. And then I, I was like, I, "I do feel different. I feel like like a sense of like relief, and not just from burping, but like I feel like I feel like I just." breathing something, you know. So, um, so here's my picture to go with that. Though is uh, you know, if life is like a river, you like swimming in this river. Like here's the cool, clear water. Uh, you know, there might be leeches in the water of life, and uh, leeches suck you. They suck your blood. They might be just little, teeny, tiny leech, but they suck your blood and they suck your energy. And anger was sucking my energy. And it wasn't motivating me. It was captivating me. So, as you go through the river of life, I mean, I I told this thing to get out and go away, and it did. But I have to be aware that it might try to creep back in. And I have to listen, and I have to look out for the lies, and I have to spend time with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, and if I don't really have, if I don't feel like I have time to spend time with Jesus, I have to make time, or I have to just spend time with him while I'm washing the dishes or making dinner or something like that. But but you want to keep those leeches off of you because if you swim too close to the cesspools, you you might get a whole strand of leeches up your arm, you know. So stay. You know, stay with Jesus in the clean, clear water, and watch out for those leeches because they they suck your energy. Anger sucks your energy. I think my family, since I've done that, I've, I told Carl right away, and um, and they've they've actually they've noticed a difference in me. And um I've noticed a difference to me. I think I even, honestly, I think I even have more energy than I did before. Mm-hmm. And it's like anger kind of gives you energy, you know, when you're angry, you like slam the door and you <laughs>
1: stomp <up> across the house.
0: <laughs> and um it drains you. It doesn't it doesn't give you life. No, so, Jesus gives you life. Amen.